Do you feel like you're stuck or find yourself attracting the same type of relationships and negative experiences or just not manifesting what you want in life? Welcome to Heal Your Story. I'm your host, Heidi Dallaire. Here we discuss all things life, love, relationships, the relationship with yourself, and the stories we tell about ourselves and others. I help people get out of their busy heads and get back in touch with their heart space to learn self-love and help heal their story. I'm a heart space and relational coach, a holistic health practitioner, and author at HeidiDelaire.com and LoveWideOpen.com. Let's go hold some heart space together. Hey all, welcome to episode 145. What is narcissistic supply? Uh, I've talked about empaths and narcissists um, quite a bit here on the podcast. And if you're a follower of either lovewideopen.com or heididelaire.com, you know, I've talks about, talked about you know toxic relationships and the draw between empaths and narcissists and people with narcissistic traits. So let's get into this. What is narcissistic supply? Narcissistic supply is the attention given to a narcissist, which continually confirms their own sense of themselves as superior. A narcissist's supply is people. The adoration, the caretaking, the over-caretaking, the people-pleasing towards a narcissist, even sex or money can all feed a narcissist's ego. It's what nourishes them. It is what they expect, what they feel they deserve, and what they demand. Here are a few examples of what this might actually look like. When a friend who moved away comes back for a weekend visit, they expect everyone to treat their arrival like a holiday and drop any other plans that you may have had um, so that you might have to see them. Let's say the local bar only serves cheap wine, so the narcissist brings their own expensive bottle and expects to be allowed to drink it there. The death of a celebrity is treated as a personal loss by the narcissist who expects your sympathy and awe as they mourn. As I've mentioned before, narcissists are generally very likable people, on the surface at least. This is how the narcissist can attract and retain a circle of people to validate and nourish their sense of self-importance. Narcissists want to be the center of attention. Always. They will seek out people who are easily lured by their charm and will give them special treatment to keep that adoration coming towards them. There are two different types of narcissistic supply. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. There's public and private. A narcissist will need a good amount of both to keep themselves happy. Public or primary narcissistic supply is like this, having a job in which they are recognized in the community, especially one with a title or high salary. 
receiving an award, having accomplishments publicized, being served before others, being allowed to skip lines or allowed backstage, holding a level of infamy, even if it's for bad behavior, and being feared in public. Now, private or secondary narcissistic supply is like this. Having a spouse and children who are good-looking, having children who excel in sports or other achievements so that they get the praise, being envied for a relationship that appears to be happy, driving a luxury car, being feared at home. Basically, again, they are the center of attention. Most people enjoy a moderate amount of attention or approval from others, but become uncomfortable when too much attention is focused on them. For the narcissist, no amount of attention is ever too much. The narcissist will even covet negative attention and use this to reaffirm their sense of greatness. Narcissistic supply refers to a narcissist's constant need to have his or her ego needs met. Now, let me say this again. Narcissistic supply refers to a narcissist's constant need to have his or her ego needs met. And this is where you, as another person, comes in. To fulfill the need to have their ego stroked again and again, the narcissist must surround themselves with people willing to do that. See if you recognize any of these traits in yourself. You avoid confrontation. You want to please people. You have a strong sense of loyalty, duty, and obligation. Being single makes you uneasy. You want to help or rescue people. You need to be needed. You're modest or humble and don't generally like attention for yourself. You overgive of yourself. If you recognize even one of these characteristics, you're a good candidate to supply a narcissist with all their ego needs. Being the source of narcissistic supply does not diminish the good qualities in you. You cannot control how other people act. It is the kindness and generosity in you that attracted the narcissist, but those same qualities can just as easily attract other people who are kind and true and who will not manipulate you or make you feel un worthy. Recognizing that you are being used is an important first step to choosing something different for yourself. This is where you get to choose something different for yourself. So let's continue on here and get a little deeper into this. Um, we'll talk about the narcissistic cycle. There are three stages you will experience if you have a close relationship with a narcissist. Sometimes these stages repeat, causing a cycle that only you, as the one supplying the narcissist with their food, can break. There's the idealization part. This is the whirlwind stage. You are showered with devotion. You've never felt so important or needed. Everything just fits, and you're on cloud nine. When this stage repeats, it is the seduction that pulls you back in. When the relationship becomes abusive, this stage may include love bombing. Love bombing. Ah, it's insidious. Love bombing is another way to describe a trauma bond. The abuser showers you with love, then withholds the love or acts disinterested. 
it's really a nasty cycle. This leaves the victim confused, wondering what they did wrong, and willing to do anything to get the love and affection back. Okay, so then devaluing. This is the stage that involves gaslighting and blaming. At this stage, the narcissist creates confusion and drama. They will hit you where it hurts, emotionally speaking. If integrity is important to you, they will question your truthfulness and make you defensive. If loyalty is important to you, they will point out anything that in their mind proves you are disloyal. This might be something as simple as you spent too much time talking to someone else at a social event instead of standing by their side the entire time. Let's talk about discarding. If you're not yet ready to say goodbye to the narcissist in your life, because trust me, it gets it gets hard. You, you're in this cycle and you can't see the forest for the trees. So if you're not ready to say goodbye to the narcissist in your life, you may find that your narcissist Use the silent treatment, abandonment, or ghosting as tactics to keep you supplying their needs. A narcissist who is an abuser uses discarding as the other half of the trauma bond in which love and affection are withheld. What a narcissist really is, is scared, insecure, and empty inside. They are emotionally starved for attention of any kind, even if it's negative. You end up playing the helpful role of codependent by complying with the narcissist's needs and demands. If you're yoked to such a person by being in the same family or being married to them, you can take measures to preserve your own sanity. If the narcissist in your life is a friend or coworker, you can take steps to cut the narcissistic supply immediately. And this can be hard for what I call an over-empathetic person or people pleaser because they, they, they thrive on giving, giving of themselves. And when manipulated by a narcissist, they feel like they're not good enough. And that if they just keep trying, if they just keep loving, if they just keep trying to do the right thing or the perfect thing, that things will get better. And that's where codependency and a trauma bond starts to happen with these people. So anyway... I hope this explains narcissistic supply to you a bit. If you're ready to stop the people-pleasing, set yourself up with healthy boundaries because this is the type of person you keep attracting in life, reach out, set up a Heal Your Story strategy session. I'd love to hear from you. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to another episode of Heal Your Story. Please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can find me, my coaching services, my book, or book a Heal Your Story strategy session at HeidiDelaire.com. For other self-development articles, go to LoveWideOpen.com. And you can also follow me at Heidi Delaire or Love Wide Open on all social media channels. Thanks so much. Sending lots of love.